Hello, world. This is your guy, Guitar K, and I would like to welcome you back to my podcast, Cherry Hill, Baltimore. Sidebar, I have recently received the email that my podcast has reached the qualifications to be monetized. So thank you for continuing to support, continuing to listen, and continuing to visit me here at Cherry Hill, Baltimore. This is episode eight of season three. The title of this episode, My Mental Health Problems Explained. Now, I can only explain minds, but I'm sure that a lot of people out there will be able to relate. This is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I know that a lot of people struggle with mental health problems. So I'm going to attempt, in my own words, to explain where I think the origin of minds come from. Yes, I do go to therapy. Yes, I do take medicine. But I'm smart enough to know that it's going to take more than just those things for me to be better. It's going to take some work on my part. It's going to take, matter of fact, it's going to be more on me than it is on the medicine or on the therapy. I can't rely on those things alone. I got to do what I got to do to make myself better in this society. But before we get into the meat and potatoes of me talking about my mental health, you know, I like to start off with a bonus. Now, I'm getting old, y'all. And I seen a commercial the other day with Chris Paul and Jalen Rose. And Chris Paul was talking about taking it to the old school with the long basketball shorts. Now, I can remember when I was little, they were still wearing the short basketball shorts. And I remember when Michigan, the Wolverines, the Fab Five, Chris Webber, Jalen Rose and them, when they started wearing the long hooping shorts. And, you know, they was getting a lot of flack about that. So I remember when that was the new school. Now that's considered to be the old school. To me, that is really showing my age. That is crazy. Also, the music that I grew up listening to when it was new school, when it was when the old rock and rolls was like, man, don't listen to that junk. Don't listen to that punk. Now that's continued. Now that is classic rock. The music that I grew up on. The rap, Wu-Tang, old school, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, all of this is old school. Yeah, man, time is a moving on. But let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. My mental health problems explained in my own words. Now, you know, I don't think that medicine can fix my mental health problems because my mental health problems come from my environment. My mental health problems are ingrained in my spirit. This is all learned behavior. This is things that I've seen in my own household. Now, I had a really religious Christian-based grandmother. And I had a really out-in-the-world grandfather. So right there, I was torn. I loved them both. They both loved me. Now, I had a grandmother who was taking me to the kingdom hall every day, had me praying, had me reading the Bible all day. Then I had a grandfather who was knocking back beers, playing numbers, chasing women, driving me around in the car, talking about, look at that one right there, boy. So already you can see where the duality in my own household started to separate the way that I seen things. And not to mention that I grew up in Cherry Hill, Baltimore. Back then my neighborhood was crazy. Bodies dropping, drugs selling, prostitution, fighting, you name it, it was happening. This is not a normal upbringing for a kid. These things will weigh on your brain and it's nothing you can do about it. You're talking about anxiety. Of course I got anxiety. 
is friends of mine's getting killed. Family members of mine's getting jumped. People getting locked up. Police ripping, running up and down the street. Who wouldn't be anxious <laughs> in, a, in a situation like that? Now, you know, when they diagnosed me with PTSD, they said that I have the PTSD level of a soldier that came back from war. Yeah, that's because I grew up in a war zone and I ain't talking about seeing people die that I just met in basic training. I'm talking about seeing friends pass away that I was in the sandbox with. Yeah, that that'll tend to cause some post stress. <laughs> you know, that, that that'll tend to linger in your brain. Just last week I was playing with you this week. You in the coffin. I got to see your mother every day. I got to see you. Charlie Hill was a real small community. It was a tight knit community. So when things start happening, you know, that stuff rippled through the community when people man look my childhood was crazy now in my household things was kind of balanced now I say kind of because I got everything that I needed to survive you know as far as food clothes shelter we always had our bills paid so I didn't get that type of stress but once I stepped outside it was a dog eat dog world you never knew what was going to happen out there man they don't call us generation x for nothing we was getting experimented on. I got to see all of the old stuff and to the new stuff. I mean, I remember when they built the Southern District Police Station, like right over by my house, because Charlie Hill was off the hook. Look, when I was a little kid, it was a gentleman that lived across the way from us. He had separated from his wife. He had mental issues. He kidnapped his own kids, held them up inside the house at a hostage situation. By us living right across from us, they made us get out of our house. The snipers posted up in my grandmother's window, shot this man dead in his house after he, after the man shot one of his kids and was about to kill another one of his kids. When you see things like this, this will cause you stress. I have seen people that I love pass away, people that I love get shot, get paralyzed. You damn right I got PTSD. You damn right I suffer from anxiety. You damn right I suffer from depression. And ain't no medicine gonna fix my neighborhood. Ain't no medicine gonna make me unsee the things that I've seen. Now, granted, as my therapist and stuff always tell me, yeah, yeah, you have went through some things, but the reason we diagnose you with these things is because you have to learn to deal with them in a way where it don't hold you back. Well, cocaine, well, that's easier said than done. Look, I try and I try, I try, and I'm still trying today. I'm just saying that I know that with y'all talking to me every day, getting me to run back in the past and bring up old feelings, even though it does help, with y'all stuffing me with this medicine, it does help. But I know that what grandma used to say, it's going to take a lot of prayer. Yeah, it's going to take a lot of me waking up and doing the things that I like to do, things that, you know, that freeze my heart, freeze my mind i.e. talking to y'all right now this is completely freeing for me this is therapeutic for me doing my music therapeutic for me man when you listen to my songs you'll hear about some of the stories and the crazy things that i seen growing up in cherry hill baltimore i.e. that's why i call my podcast cherry hill baltimore because it gives me a platform to talk about some of the things that stresses me out. Some of the things that gives me anxiety. You a young kid running around in Charlie Hill, you consider to be a nerd. All the girls teasing you. Nobody want to be you. Nobody want you know want to give you none. You know, only the slicksters getting some. Yeah, man, that caused it. That caused me to be, you know, kind of introverted, kind of drawn back, kind of kind of feeling unworthy. You know, it, it's nothing. It's nothing more mentally unhealthy than not feeling whole not feeling like you're chasing your dream not feeling like you're measuring up to be who you thought that you would be 
And I think the worst thing we could do as adults is stifle our own dreams, stifle our own potential. I think that is mentally unhealthy. It's mentally unhealthy to wake up every day and just go work a nine to five and not invest in yourself. I always talk about this in a lot of my podcasts. For me, that is mentally unhealthy. You got to be able to manage your own emotions. It's a thing out there called EQ. You know, that's your emotional quotient. Now, you know, it's similar to IQ, your intelligence quotient. There's a lot of smart people out here. But studies show that people who have a high EQ, you know, people who are able to control their emotions, they tend to hold on to success longer than people who have a high IQ. Now, the person with the high IQ, they are able to gain success faster. But they lose it because they lose their temper. They lose their cool. They make bad decisions, bad choices based off their emotions. But that person that got the high EQ, i.e. they can control their emotions, they tend to hold on to their success longer. So we need to get our emotions in check, people. We need to stop being so angry at people. You know, people going to disappoint us. People going to let us down. People going to turn us down. People going to say, no, we can't always get what we want. Like Mick Jagger, the Rolling Stones say, we got to learn to control our emotions. Let me say we, because I I know me, I have let so many things slip through my fingers and gave so many things away based off my emotions. I have made a lot of bad choices based off my emotions. Today, I'm trying to build up that EQ. Always had a high IQ. My father used to call me an educated fool because I was so good in school, but I made a lot of bad decisions in the streets. But I'm working on those things today. Not today. I ain't making those bad decisions today, Pops. Yes, I remember your two S's. He used to say, Juan, it's two S's. Which one you going to do? You're going to be smart or stupid. Today, I try to lean towards the smarter decisions. When you do smarter things, when you make better decisions, that's a sign of being mentally healthy right there. That's a sign of being able to control your emotions right there. Because the things about emotions, emotions don't have no type of intelligence to it. Emotion don't have no type of brain to it. Emotion is you just operating off your heart. You just you just operating off the cup. You don't have a plan when it comes to emotion. You need to put some plans to things. And when you plan, that 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 kind of like lowers down your stress level. That kind of like lowers down your depression and your anxiety because you know what you're doing. You know what you're working toward. When you just wake up every day and jump out of bed and rush to work and run through the day and let the day control you, of course you're going to be stressed out. Of course you're going to be anxious. Of course you're going to be remembering how things went wrong and knowing what's going to go wrong. Because you're not planning, man. Look, look, look. You got to grab this bull by the horn like a Houston Texan. Ha! You got to march towards victory. Get your emotions in check and victory is a lot easier to obtain. Even in boxing, even in any sport, they say don't let the person talk you out your game. Stay focused. Don't let life talk you out your game. Play your game. Don't let life dangle all of these these fancy cars and these these Instagram twerking working women in front of you because it'll work you out of your game, making you think that that's what success looks like. No, success is on the inside. Control your emotions. Control your inside. Work, work toward what will really make you happy. And the crazy thing about life is that when you're living in your passion and purpose and living up to your full potential, all of those little frills and thrills of life kind of come chasing after you anyway. You know what I'm saying? Look, look, they say when you're chasing all of these frills and thrills of life, you're just losing the money. But when you're chasing the money, the frills and thrills of life come find you. Ain't that something? <laughs> look, your dreams and your passion and your purpose. Look, these things are directly corrected. Let me scratch that. Your dream 
and your passion and your purpose, these things are directly connected to your mental health. Yeah, I'm telling you, when you operating in those things, you're going to feel better. You're going to want to wake up to pursue your dreams and passion. When, when your main focus is to wake up to go get some sex or go get some drugs or just go to work, that's not too healthy for your mental. At least in my opinion, it's not. It's not mentally healthy to doubt yourself, to not believe that you are worthy of everything that you deserve, to not believe that you deserve to be great, that you deserve greatness. It's not healthy to be around people who doubt in your dream, to be around people who doubt in themselves. It's not healthy to be around a bunch of naysayers like, oh, man, this thing, oh, man, you ain't never made you this, you ain't gonna never do that. Ain't nothing healthy about that. You need to be around some motivators. You need to motivate yourself. It's time, it's time to get up, get out, and get something. Huh? This mental health thing is serious. This is Mental Health Awareness Month. Are you aware of the mental state that you're in today? How you living? How you feeling? Are you happy? I mean truly happy. I don't mean like happy once you smoke a blunt. I mean, did you wake up happy? You know how some people be like, oh man, I can't do nothing until I smoke my weed. Some people can't even work until they get high. Ain't nothing mentally healthy about that, people. Look, getting high, drugs, prescription, all of that is medicine. And I don't think that medicine can fix a spiritual condition. Medicine can't fix your mental. It takes something that's up in a higher place, if you know what I'm talking about. Something that's in that spiritual realm. Something that's in that mental realm. It's like passion and purpose. Those are the things that will get you right with your mental. Those are the things that's going to get you mentally healthy. But look, man, again, this is Mental Health Awareness Month. So I figured I'd just drop some things that I consider the origins of my mental health problems. It's, it's, it's the way that I was grew up, the way that I was taught things, my environment, the neighborhood that I live in, the things that I seen. So I needed to learn to deal with those things because life ain't getting no better. I just need to learn to deal with life better. And ain't no pill going to do that. They think they got a pill for everything. Goddamn Viagra. Look, find a girl that you like, a girl that turns you on. You ain't going to need that pill. It's a problem with everything now. They're giving out pills for everything. But look, that's another podcast for another day. Thank you for tuning in to Cherry Hill, Baltimore. Cherry Hill, Baltimore. Cherry Hill, Baltimore. Walk with me. Talk with me. And as usual, stay tuned for more and more content.